So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. They're corrupt people. Is that recording? It's Looks recording. like you press play. <laughs> you press record and then play. Oh, okay. Uh, resentment time. Resentment list time with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. We're siblings with hang-ups and lots of them. And we welcome you to May, the month of May. It was the, the month that I was born, so it's a very special month. Mm-hmm. Um, I turn 25 next week. Um, oh, I need to ask you about your present, actually. What? Who? Um, you, you asked for a specific present. Mm. And I just thought I'd check in because sometimes... I know you intend to make this thing a a long-term thing but sometimes you have a tendency to be four second hot as we covered before so do you still want that same present yes. or have you ch- okay you still want it all right i want i asked ben to get me some painting stuff because i have decided that i'm a painter now um so that's continued uh yeah i've <laughs> painted well i don't have any paint so I, i've only been able to paint when i'm at mum's house oh, okay. but i did it one time um, oh, okay <laughs> so it's yeah, but I thought that was part of your because you're doing like a Sunday sacred day thing now. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> it, well, I, I, I've I've just been a bit shit with work lately, so um, I'm, I'm kind of a bit behind. So I'm gonna yeah. have to work tomorrow. So I'm gonna swap my sacred Sunday to a sacred oh, Wednesday no. for my birthday. Yeah, I'm really shit. But guess what? I got a um, I got a business coach. Oh yeah, I heard you were. Yeah, you mentioned she's that fucking Bo Diggity. She's Bo Diggity Bo Doubt. Now, what does a business coach do? I haven't heard that term before. So, basically, think of like what a life coach... I've never had a life coach, but think about what a life coach does. Yeah. They give you guidance. They, um, they you know, you can bounce ideas off them. Um, they're usually people... They kind of have a mentor role. So, they're usually people that have been in business for a long time and owned businesses and run successful businesses. So, they know more about it than you. Yeah. Um, and they're also know quite a lot about it, marketing. Um, and they just like, yeah, kind of, it's just like another pair of eyes, I guess. Like another person to kind of talk to and that knows more. And do you, do you pay this person? Yeah, I pay a lot of money. Okay. Do you think, but do you, how are you going to figure out if it's worth the money? Well, it's like anything. It's like psychology. It's like, you know, you just kind of, you just hope for the best. Like really when you think about it, you're not you're not gonna <laughs> What the fuck? I gotta borrow a sock. I'm getting Wait. I didn't get the sock this time. Do you still have the sock that yeah, I gave I you last time? I still have the time? sock. I thought I brought it. I don't have a sock. Can I borrow another sock? Yeah, okay. 
Um, I'm really Can you bring today. that sock? Can you yeah, bring I'll that bring sock? Yeah, I'll bring the sock. I'll bring your sock. Okay, hang on. Will you talk while I go get it? Yeah, I'm just having one of those days where I just fucking hate myself because I sleep in late and then there's all this fucking shit to do, and um, I'm just in a rush for the rest of the day. So I forgot. I forgot the charger to bring to Omi's. I forgot the socks. So that's why the sound quality is fucking shit. You need a sock. Otherwise, all this shit goes into the mic. Um, so yeah, I'm f- I'm pissed off at myself. But now we got the sock. We'll go back into this mentor. Yeah, but I'm never gonna get these socks back. You get the sock back. Mm, anything. I'm very good at returning. Anything enters your. I think you've still got my lipstick that you borrowed. Oh no, you bought you brought that back. I brought I bring everything back. Yeah. Do you still want to know about the biz coach? Or are we yeah, done? Give now? me the coach. How do I know if it's good? Well, like anything, do you know? Do you know that a plumber's plumber's going to be good? Do you know if a painter's going to no, be good? No, that's a different. That's that's where it's different. Why is here's the difference for me is you know what a plumber's got to do. It's got to unblock the toilet that you just blocked with your massive shit. So there's a there's a clear <laughs> there's a clear like thing that okay have they done it have they not done it. Whereas a business coach, it's hard to tell whether they've done anything or not. You know, like I don't know what. No, that I think you're being silly. Like no, because you could, so you could have your business coach okay, suddenly you have go therapy. gangbusters. You don't know if the business coach has been the one that made it go gangbusters. No, or not. but that's the same as therapy. It's like it's intangible. Like yeah, it's hard to measure intangible services. But well, that's why I'm saying it's a problem because yeah, how do you know, how are you going to know if it's good or not? Because you just get a feeling. Like my first session, I felt more clarity. I had more vision more direction it's the same with psychology it's like do you, how do you know if it's really working well you just get a feeling from the communication and the interaction that you have with that person yeah okay well that's fair yeah. enough i always found the thing of a mentor though i can't i think it's because of that there was like a seinfeld episode about a mentor but uh, i can't i find it hard to take it seriously and i know it's a real thing but when people say oh my mentor said this i'm like that's that's a bit weird it's like saying like my guru said, like it's like yeah, a weird but, position. But I feel like the reason is because um, to go deep and dark, um, it's this whole individualist way that we live. It's like we kind of, we're kind of taught that we should do everything ourselves. And one, th- and I've been like that. It's like, I've got to do everything myself. I've got to achieve everything myself. I can't ask for help. I can't ask for help. And now I'm kind of realising and that's part of the coaching thing is it's like I can't do it by myself. Like I can't, I can't, you know, I can't live by myself. I, 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 I don't have everything figured out. And it really is helpful and kind of I've heard life-changing to get to get insight from other people on a regular basis. Yeah. No, I think, yeah, I think it would be helpful. I just mm. think my thing would be I'd hate it. Just have it's like another person you have to talk to. That's a difficult thing for uh, me. Yeah, I mean... Luckily for me, um, I kind of enjoy those interactions where it's a paid thing because there's a beginning, middle, and end to it, and it's yeah. like there's a con- there's a like there's a framework. So it's yeah. like I never really get nervous about that kind of thing because I'm like there's a framework that we're doing. I'm paying her money, so she's trying to impress me, really. Yeah. Um. And you know, yeah. I don't know. Um, I'm happy about it. I'm happy with the direction. Yeah. Um, well, I would, I got to go into this thing. I didn't, oh, you've got a resentment. I got a resentment. Um, and I didn't think when I, when you first linked me to this thing and me, it's made the rounds before and I thought, you know, it's just one of the things that stay online. You, you tag people in and we, and we put it on our resentment list page. But, um, look, it really, it's really gotten to me 
and it's gotten to the stage where I feel like we have to bring it up on the podcast. It can't just be a social media content. Um, and we got a message from, um, what are we allowed to call him Heathy? Yeah, we can say Heathy. Yeah, so Heathy sent us a message, um, and he just really he re- I noticed this before, but his message just really sunk into me. So what we've got here is um, pedestrian TV has ranked Cadbury blocks. Um, they've ranked Cadbury blocks in a pyramid, and they're ranked bit shit, good shit, hot shit, king shit. And the great thing about this is it's just engagement, right? You know, you get you get you tag your friends, um, but Jill, should we go? Th- we're going to go through each tier, um, and I've put it on Instagram. So a people, some of you have already engaged with it. You voted on whether they were spot on or whether they weren't. Um, I'll give it to you, Ben. What's the bit shit? So this is at the bottom. This is the bottom rung. Well, I think maybe we won't go through the whole thing. No, 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 let's do it. Because then we're just listing. It's fine. Just do it. Okay, so bit shit is you got the the minty bubbly. Yep. The picnic, black forest, fruit and nut, peppermint and was that Turkish delight. Okay, so what, what, okay, let's start with that one. What is that, do you agree with those bottom rung? I think, well, I've got something I've got to say, but I preface this before I say, I don't think that Cadbury chocolate is that good. That's what I got to say just out the gate. And I feel like, I feel like Cadbury chocolate is like, um, it's like, uh, it's like channel seven or something. It's like we, we like it because it's kind of all we have. Yeah. But yeah. then once you introduce like a Netflix is kind of like a, maybe like a lint chocolate or something a little lint. bit more. I mean, lint's not that good, but I mean something of Okay. A, so what's your favorite quality. chocolate then? That's the thing is, it's like, what is there? Yeah, there's not, there's not much. There's it's actually, all just mass reduced Yeah, shit. it's not. But the thing is, is there is something about Cadbury that I like. But I tell you what it is about Cadbury. There is something about Cadbury that is a little bit like maybe oily or maybe plastically. There's a little no, taste yeah. on it. Artificial, yeah. yeah. There's a little artificial taste that you're like, if you're not in the mood for Cadbury and you just try Cadbury, you're, you're going to be disappointed. You've got to be in the mood for it. Um, it's kind of like McDonald's. If you're in the mood for it, it'll hit the spot and it'll hit the spot 100%, point blank, centimetre perfect. But I've never been hit the spot with McDonald's. Um, really? No. You haven't lived. Um, but yeah, if you're not in the mood, it, it doesn't even really taste like chocolate. So we've got to add that addendum. But once you enter the thing, let's say you are in the mood, what you want, what I say is, so they say this is not even going to hit the spot, is the ones we've mentioned. So I'll say... The bubbly, mint bubbly, I would say, I wouldn't put that in the shit category. I think that's fine. The picnic, I think the picnic's fine. I would eat that. I'd put that in a good category. Okay. I don't know why they, why they, they say put that. bit shit. It's a bit shit. I wouldn't say it's shit at all. Now, the rest of them, I could do completely without. Oh, nuts. What about fruit and nut? Fruit and nut is... Um, that's standard. I love fruit and nut. Fruit and nut is... Is it thinks it's good, but it's always a little bit disappointing, and that's why you put it in a bit shit because you get it. You're, you're never completely satisfied with the, the thing. Fruit is nut. with this is it's so subjective, isn't it? Like some people swear by Black Forest, and that's on the bottom rung. Yeah, um, some people swear by peppermint. I like Turkish delight, but I would never buy a full block of it. Yeah, so, so that, it, I kind of do think that that does deserve to be the bubbly. Definitely deserves be better. A, oh, it's been hard done by. No, it means it's done. Because if you're going to get a bubbly, wouldn't you get a narrow? Um, 
You wouldn't get the bubbly. I don't know that I've the, never Aero, tra- the Aero's a more established brand. I don't know if it's uh, necessarily better. All right, let's go to good shit. What's good shit? All right, good, good shit? shit. So we mostly agree, except for the bubbly and picnic, we mostly agree okay, that the well, No, I don't agree with the that. The fruit and nut, that's on the, that's on the thing. So in the good shit, we've got Dream, okay? Straight out the gate, I'll say Dream, garbage yo. Get it out of here. Dream is is just bad chocolate. Even even in the realm of Cadbury, who's not that good chocolate, but Dream is bad. It's bad news bad. White Cadbury chocolate is bad. Yeah, and also um, I don't mind white chocolate, but I don't want a full block of it. Like it's just oh, too never. much. Oh, get it out yeah, of here. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've never ever bought a Dream and I've bought a lot of chocolate, folks. Yeah, living the dream. Um, but uh, the next one is, and this is the one I, me and Heathy are just, we're right on the same page as, this has really upset me. And this is why we bring this to the podcast, is they put they put marble in the third tier from the top. And I would say off the gate, and, I, and I'll defend this to my death, to my death. And Heathy said this, marble deserves to be above all of them. Marble is the God tier. Marble is, it's, it's mixed a bit of milk chocolate and a tiny little smidge of white chocolate into a beautiful presentation, a beautiful design. Um, and then inside that is a praline, a hazelnut praline, I believe. And and it is, it's the best Cadbury has, has ever done. It's the best Cadbury's done in years. And I don't know why they took it away because it's the best offering they've ever had. Well, they're doing that exclusive shit. Like they take, they do, they dangle it in front of you and then they take it away so that everyone goes crazy and then they do releases. Have you noticed that? So yeah. they do re-releases. So it's at, it's released out at the moment. Look, I've never actually, don't think I've ever bought a marble. Well, what do you think? You just bought it. You, I just bought one to try. You made a special request to Tristan as he came home because of me and Heathy's conversation. You said, I'm going to get the Look, marble. I'm going to have to get back it. to you because okay. I, did, I just shoved it in my gob, really. So, so we'll hear back on that. But yeah, I, I think go go straight out now and buy a marble. You won't bloody regret it. Oreo um, I've never bought. What is that? Roast almond is on the good shit. No. I'd say it's better than good. No, roast almond should be at the bottom. Roast almond's okay. I think I think it's better than good. I'd put it up to hot shit. Oreo? No. No. No one buys Oreo. <laughs> You're mistaken, my friend. <laughs> You're sorely mistaken. I think, I think an intern may have done it. I think Oreo is is hot shit. I wouldn't put that in good shit, but then hot shit. Oreo is no. really good. <laughs> Have God. you tried it? No. You got to try it. No, I, no, I don't want to. How are you coming in blind, rating these chocolates that you haven't even tried? <laughs> it's prejudice. Um, and then we've got snack. Snack can get out of here. Snack can take a hike. I don't like snack. What do you think of snack? I never buy a snack, but I, I like the surprise of it. Yeah, the surprise is good. And then you've got hazelnut, which nah. um, our mum mentioned you wouldn't want to put hazelnut in a good shit. A hazelnut is kind of like one of your gold standards. No one's ever getting a dairy milk. Your gold standard for just a basic, plain but good, it always delivers the goods, is your hazelnut There needs milk. to be a few different tiers, I think. And I think yeah, there should be more tiers. in bit shit. There should be more in bit shit. No, I think hazelnut is in your hot shit. Okay, hot shit. So let's go to hot I shit. I agree. I agree with this one. So this is a, it's a marvellous... I agree with all of these. Marvellous creations... I Amazing! Think, I think Marvelous Creations is on your borderline. For the me. best, the best one, one of the best ones I've ever made. That changed my life, and it also increased my eating disorder. So yeah, I think I haven't. I think I'm going to be on the fence about. It. And then you got Caramello, which Caramello is a bit of hit, hit or miss. If you're yeah. in the mood for that, that's great. Yeah. But if you're not, it can be very disappointing. And then you've got your Dairy Milk Plain, which to me, why are you ever buying that? No, but that's stand. Like some, I think they've put that there because it's like the standard. Like that is sometimes you'll just want to do dairy milk. You just want a dairy milk. I've never in my life just wanted a plain dairy milk. 
I have. And I and I hate to see the person that would. Crunchy bang, yes. Crunchy's good. Yeah. Yeah. And then you've got king okay, shit. Okay, so and this, this is a is, controversial. This is where I really have to um depart with some people here. Is in your king shit category, you've got the, the top deck. The top deck to me is shit. It's, it's I would terrible. definitely not. I would put it in good shit. Which I would is put it in bit shit. It's bad. It's 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 a it's a polished turd to me. It's it's masquerading as some as some interesting flavor, but it's it's dream, which is shit, connected to the bottom of a dairy milk, which is boring. Why would you want it? Why would you want it? No, there's something about it. I wouldn't put it in king shit, but it's it's there's something about it. No, there's nothing about it. All right, it. what about and then bloody the caramel? They've got caramel. And this is caramel. I don't, I've never tried it. It's good. It's good. It's but, good. But I feel like because they released it so exclusively, I feel like it's probably got a better of a name than it actually Yeah, I agree. Because it's limited edition. I, don't, I only tried it the last time it came out. Yeah, I haven't tried it, but I doubt it's as good as everyone's saying. It, I is, think- it is good, but you couldn't. You can't eat too much of it, like, because it is really sickening. Can I ask you, so what do you think should be in king shit? In king shit, I would put a hazelnut. Really? Um, yep. Yeah, I don't, and I put an Oreo. I would. Click, um, on, click on that thing. Click on how many likes and see how many people are angry faces. I think you're going to see a lot of angry faces here. I don't know how to do it. You got 94 out of... Angry faces. Out of about 400. I love the laughs. Everyone, someone, people are just like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> some people... Well, some people are, are so shit that they laugh at the even concept of rating chocolate. Yeah, I know. And why wouldn't you rate no, chocolate? No, but I love it. I think it's great. I think it's genius, these people. Yeah. So, shout out to Pedestrian. I mean, you fucked it up, but I mean, it was a good idea to, to rate it. Um... But um, let's move on hey, now. Another really great content person. Have you been checking out Nat's What I Reckon? Yeah, I really want to hear. I've, I, I, I'm so curious about this and I haven't addressed it yet. Is you in the middle of the night one night texted me this Nat's What I Reckon and you're not one for the... You usually go for the pretty straightforward. You like your dark stuff. You like your Kardashian stuff. <laughs> you, don't, you don't go for the real odd. I love a good weird follow. But you found this Nat's what I reckon. And can you explain it to the audience? What is this Nat? Uh, he is he is trending right now. Oh, is he? Yeah. So Nat's what I reckon has been around for years. Um, and I think a few of the listeners would have been following him for a long time. Um, and it's probably like I knew him for years before. But he's... Um, I think he probably had about like he had a hundred he has a hundred he had about a hundred and fifty followers subscribers on um, YouTube, um, but he's recently blown up global, um, even more global because he's been doing these ISO cooking shows and um, he's just kind of like a he he lives in Sydney he's like a heavy metal guy he has like a lot of piercings he's a lot of tattoos couple of piercings long hair. Um, he like swears and he's got this kind of done this cooking ISO cooking thing. It's really good. Yeah, I thought cooking, cooking was really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. He's a really good cook and he teaches you like he shows you a recipe within like five minutes and he's kind of against packet food and he kind of makes all these jokes. Um, but but I love the cooking thing. One thing he does with the cooking is like, if you've got this, this would help the dish. 
But if you haven't got it, just don't worry yeah, about it. Yeah, he's so... I love that he does he's that. He's so funny. And so mum, I sent it to mum because I knew she would be obsessed with him. Oh, mum would howl. He's, so mum thinks she's like, he's just so beautiful. He's such a gorgeous looking man, Naomi. Why? He's so gorgeous. He looks like a cherub. He looks like back in the romantic period. Like she went crazy over this guy. She loved it. She's in love with him. We watched all his videos at her house. Really? So he's not... He doesn't usually do these cooking shows. These are just being, being because of ISO. He usually does... Uh, like at tours, comedic. Yeah, he does like he he he's like observational comedy. Um, he kind of takes the piss out of masculine culture by going to like masculine events and expos and stuff. Um, so he's done like a spirit. He went to a spiritual expo and he just makes little comments and it's really funny. But what's great about him is he's like an advocate for mental health. He never takes the piss out of actual people. He only make takes piss out of like concepts. Um, and he's just really funny. I love him. Um, everyone's loving him worldwide. He's, he's got a Guardian article at the moment out. Really? What yeah. did they say about him? They love him. Really? They just, there's something, all these, all these people that, cause you know, he's kind of alternative looking. All these people that you wouldn't think would like him are really on board because he's kind of really delightful and he's got some kind of really nice, wholesome messages. Well, I think the thing is, it's a perfect advertisement for, we all just trash social media and internet-related things day in, day out, and there's plenty of bad things with it. But I think the good thing that we're seeing is that people become stars that don't have really anything traditional to offer. Like, mm. he doesn't really have... You can't really think of... He not really have that much to offer, but he's just a charismatic, weird guy, and he's just interesting to watch. Yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, but it also strikes a chord. Like anyone could do that, but he has a very he ha- yeah he has a unique 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 delivery and a really um kind of lovable attitude. And he just doesn't give any fucks. Like he just swears. He's really hard to describe, actually. Also, there's that thing of that it's a little bit awkward. Yeah. So it also has the outsider art thing of you're like, you don't really know what he's aiming for. Yeah. And I, I think that roughness about him is, um, so this is what um, the Guardian said. And that's what I reckon. The sweary ranter YouTuber who's become an isolation cooking sensation. After a decade of making videos, this metalhead comedian's foray into food has won fans from Dave Grohl to Yal Stone. So he's a metal drummer. And uh, he... Yeah, he's just um, he had eighty five thousand subscribers. Um, now he has like way more, and yeah, and he had a co- comedy show um, that was touring this that got cancelled because of ISO, but it's touring later. It'll be in Perth in October. So, yeah, that's a bit of a yeah. recommendation, Naomi, for you. Yeah, maybe we should check him out when he when he comes when he comes over. Well, it's sold out, but yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> should we read? So we got we got a mammoth email this week. So um, this is going to be a little bit of a weird pod because we, we're going to go through this very comprehensive email. Now, um, are we going to read it all out and then comment on it or are we going to read out part by part? Or maybe we'll do low level, how she's done low level. Well, I think what she, we should do is I'll read it and if any one of us has anything to say, we'll jump in and pause and, and say okay. it. Okay. All right. Okay. So she says, um, so this is from Michelle and she says, Hi, Naomi and Ben. Firstly... Thank you for this little gem of a podcast. What a relief to finally lean into the fact that I am very, very resentful and in such good company because of it. 
And I'm not talking about my pet peeves or passing irritations, but fully embracing genuine, hard-earned resentfulness. Feels good. (laughs) Before I get into it, I will say that there was a 5,000-word version of this email that I'm sparing you from (laughs) because it's insane. It will never see the light of day. I just really want to see that. that. (laughs) So to rein in my enthusiasm, I'm going to section these resentments into categories. Let's start with what I call low-level resentment. Now, this is great how she's done these categories. Well, this is good because it kind of it mirrors the Cadbury thing we've already talked yeah, about. Yeah. So, it's a it bit really of a themed is. episode. Three tiers. Um, so, first tier, you get your low-level resentments. So, here are a couple of clean, uncomplicated resentments to warm up. Nice, simple ones where the emotion is pure and untainted by shame. Yeah, so there is our low-level. People in my life and people in general having opinions about my occasional Coke Zero consumption. You've aired this resentment before, but I felt compelled to chime in. I barely drink, don't smoke, don't go out, scarcely experience joy, come to think of <laughs> Throw a dog a bone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't, I love, can't agree more. I love that she said the throw a dog a bone. Um, yeah, I mean, this mirrors everything that I've already said. It's all we have. It's, well, all, it's, it's literally the only, sometimes it's the only joy that I feel in the day. Well, I want to ask you a question about it though, because it's come up recently. I bought a friend asked me at work to I was going up to the to the store there to get to get a drink or something and she asked me to get her a, a waffle fries and I came back with a drink and her waffle fries and she still trashed me about the coke and it's like you're getting bloody fry like waffle fries the worst fucking thing to mm-hmm. eat pretty much why what is it about the coke that people have a problem with specifically <laughs> I think it's either they've they've heard about all the horrible things that it does to your body. Like, you know, I remember there's this email that went around about like, you know, you put the coin in the Coke cereal and it it kind of makes the coin go brown and that like, has all the – apart the apart, well, how do you say it? This fake sugar causes cancer. So I think that's a big thing. Um, but I don't know. I haven't – I haven't been pers- – like, I don't know. I haven't been privy to this – I have seen people judge me for the Coke Zero, but I and I know that it, that's bad. But I don't know, like I don't really understand why there's a big judgment about it. I think just because it's easy, like mm. it's just because if it, if you personally don't like fizzy drink, it's an easy thing to go. Oh, I don't like that. So why would you do it? Mm. It's like oh, it's just different taste. Yeah, yeah, different strokes for different folks. Yeah. Um. So she got number two here, being aggressively tooted at for not reacting to a green light the split second it changes. Yeah, there's a lot of aggression in Perth. Yeah, and and and, I and had that's a- someone else's resentment coming out sideways. So if yeah. you don't deal with your resentment, it comes out on the road. Yeah, it seeps out. Yeah, so that's that's not about her. So that's not about you, Michelle. That's about them. You know, their wife's not fucking them. Um, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. There's stuff going on into their lives, and it's seeping out in the traffic. Yeah, they didn't get that promotion. Yeah. Um. So, but that that's an interesting question as well. That brings up is. Do you think there's something specifically about Perth that because even even when there's no traffic because of COVID, mm. I've noticed there's just country drivers left and right. I think we're very lucky that you know in Sydney, some people drive well. A lot of people drive two hours of work. The commute is very long, and I think we're really lucky. You know, you know, you hear people all the time. Oh, and it took half an hour. It takes half an hour to drive to Freo, so I'm oh. not driving to Freo, okay. or it takes me. So I think that there's this kind of sense of entitlement, sense maybe. of entitlement, and also we kind of expect that everything runs really smoothly because mm-hmm. it does. We're very lucky. Yeah. So I think it's that, and also 
I don't know. I do feel that people in Perth are a little bit, yeah, entitled and makes them impatient. They want things to go their own way. Well, I like that ad they had about um the speed limit and they were just like, just enjoy the ride. Yeah, that, that, was that, that, that was good. That was good. Yeah, we should just enjoy the ride. It's a good, it's a good uh, message for life in general. Number three, she says, confirm your human activity. Oh my God, this is the funniest thing. You know the one where you have to prove you're not a robot and decipher the scratchy bit of numbers and text? Doable. The one where there is a sequence of extremely pixelated images and you have to select all the squares that have a pedestrian crossing or a fucking motorcycle in it. I can count on one hand the amount I've (laughs) successfully passed. This is actually quite debilitating because I can't subscribe or opt out of certain things. I've given up. So she's talking about when you ha- you're putting your password in and they want to confirm that you're a human, not a robot. It's called like a capture or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's so fucking hard. I hate the traffic light one because you'll see part of the pole and you were like, is that a traffic light or is that just a pole? I don't know. Well, suddenly you're in a test. Yeah. You're just trying to do a normal thing and suddenly yeah. they're, they're trying to figure out some kind of IQ test or something. Um, and they're really bad. They're really complicated. Yeah, I feel like, do you remember in primary school where there was a... um there was that kind of that special program for like gifted people where you mm. go to a different school and you had to take that test with all the triangles and shapes in it. I don't remember. It's like that. Yeah. It's like a, a very specific like cognitive test and I'm just trying to go about my day. But I've noticed now they have the, um, they have the one where you just click mm. and you don't have to do it anymore. Mm. How, why don't you have to do it anymore? Oh, the click, yeah. I feel like this, I feel like that's even more scary. Because it's like, oh. what are you, are you like looking through my webcam and yeah. you can see I'm a real they're person? All, yeah, but they're all very hard. Like what about that one where it's like all the numbers are mashed up together, numbers and letters are mashed up together and then you've got to like s- decipher what nu- what a numbers, like what it is. So it might be I like know. 7HJZ and then you have to. Yeah, it's like some weird Rorschach test I love that she's done that. Yeah. I w- kind of wish that I've came up with that resentment because it's a really good one. And this one, I really resonate with this. Oh, one. yeah. People who have swimming pools. This will never not piss me off. People with swimming pools never appreciate and never use them. I completely agree. If you have a swimming pool and you don't use it every day, then you should lose that swimming pool. Well, I've just never... I don't like swimming pools. I'm not really a swimming pool kind of gal. Like, I rather... I just... I don't think I would ever, ever make a house. I never... Like, if even if I had heaps of money, I would never have a house with a swimming pool. Well, it doesn't compare to the ocean, does it? No, but it's just... I don't don't know what it is, but I've realised I don't like swimming pools. Yeah, they're not nice. It's not. It's there's nothing fresh about it. It's not good. I don't know if Michelle's coming from the place that she wants a swimming, like she would use a swimming pool, or if it's just about people swimming pools in general. Yeah, they're dumb. Um, but we go to the mid-level tier here. So this, she says, walking into a coffee shop, I have frequented for quite literally three years, or any hospitality institution, and just being ignored to my face. And then I end up initiating the greeting because I am weak. (laughs) This probably shouldn't offend me the way it does, but I've had to host and be front of house whilst a wasp was stinging me. (laughs) I love this. With a cut finger and filled in hospital shifts with fully blown pneumonia. I still managed to hello. (laughs) It's so true. There's a bad energy in so many of these hospitality places. I know, this comes back. We're looping back to the you hate the hospital people. I really don't like them. But I mean, like... You always take their side, but I feel like you would be someone like that who would always manage a hello. Yeah, I mean, I always say hi, but I won't. I'm I'm not gonna sit here and say that I've been the most hospitable person, and that's why I decided. I actually made another decision before I even got this email. Yesterday, I was going for a walk, and I w- I walked past an old place of work, and I thought, 
you know what, I can't go back into hospitality because they just, you know, when you know, like you have that feeling when someone's not doing a good job and you're like, if you hate it and someone, you can tell someone hates their job and you're like, if you hate it that much, get another job. And I had that feeling. I'm like, I can't go back because I just know that I don't contribute anything to society in that place, in in those spaces. I'm just too resentful. I'm too... When I'm on, I'm really good, but when I'm off, I'm, I just can't be hospital to people all the time. Yeah. So although I have empathy for hospitality workers, yeah, I think saying hello is like the bare minimum. And like when you have to say hi, it's just so awkward. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's a bad scene. Um, so should I just go to the top tier now? Okay, so this is top tier. Like this one, you can tell when I was reading this, I could you could tell that Michelle had been, like, seething over this for a long time. Okay, so this is the one. It's it's low talkers. Top shelf. This is a phenomenon that seems to be localised at my place of work. I wish this was amusing as the Seinfeld episode, but it's just me at my part-time job trying desperately to function. Driven slowly mad. <laughs> I, don't want it is, I don't know what it is about this fucking place, but it's as if there is a subsection of the human population that have congregated here who speak at a subhuman level and are grossly affronted when asked to raise their voice. Really grossly affronted. <laughs> and they are breeding because the fuckers never stop coming in. It never ends. And now thanks to COVID, having to stand even further away from the counter, I oh, simply cannot shit. hear anyone. Shit. Some background. I work at a pharmacy to supplement other creative pursuits. The job itself is actually quite interesting. There are lots of little tasks and roles and free supplements and drugs. I'm quite <laughs> happy to answer any and all queries about what goes on about the si- uh, behind the scenes of a pharmacy if you're curious. When I have to work in medical, it means I am the interface between the chemist and the customer. It's a role that requires passing an assessment and interview and adhering to strict confidentiality laws. In a big, busy pharmacy like this one, delivering the right script to the intended person is reliant on verbal confirmation of surnames. Sounds straightforward, yes? No. This pharmacy <laughs> is in the middle of a large shopping centre. Babies crying, traffic, dome coffee shop next door with screaming coffee machines. It's noisy, but no one fucking cares. No one gives a shit about being heard, receiving the right medication, or speeding the process up by spelling their name. And these aren't names like Jones or Chen or fucking Rossi. <laughs> I love Rossi. There's nothing to do with being Anglo. There are names with three parts and silent letters. I'm so ticked off because I have one of these surnames and never in my life have I just breezed into an appointment or a pharmacy and mumbled my surname and simply assumed people will be able to spell it. But these people do. And they act like you've pulled a gun on them when you ask them to speak up. I was baffled, perplexed, paranoid. I got my hearing checked by my doctor friend. It was fine. <laughs> and then the worst thing happened <laughs> because the customer was so grievously insulted to be asked to spell her surname. At a loss, I made a guess and ended up giving her the wrong medication. Her name was Della Griev. <laughs> Della Griev. <laughs> Miraculously, I got the surname right, but there were two of them. There was two of them. And with the same first initial. So because this is dangerous and affects other people, I now tell customers who mumble, I'm sorry, I have a hearing impairment. <laughs> Would you mind speaking up? I mime and point at my ear like there is some sort of device there. I commit to it. And like magic, people suddenly speak up. I'm so deep in this charade that sometimes I waltz around the pharmacy be- believing I have a hearing problem. When confronted by my concerned co-workers, I still didn't give up the act. Didn't have the energy to explain myself. 
I also work in one of those places where no one is bothered by the things you are, which is another resentment for another time. <laughs> Anywho, this is super long and I've raved like alone, but I thought I owed you the effort for all the hours you entertained me and made me feel less alone. <laughs> it means a lot. Yours in perpetual resentment, Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. <laughs> that so was amazing. That was a hilarious email. Okay, that is by far the best email we have ever received. Yeah, and you can you. tell that Michelle has the same. Like she, she's, she can tell that she has very similar interests to us. She mentioned Seinfeld. Her writing is impeccable. She's yeah. a really good writer. She's talented. She's very talented. And you can tell that, yeah, she's just, she's it in a bit. Michelle, thank you for the email. That was absolutely extraordinary. But I have to agree about the low talking um, because I still don't know to this day because um, I play music and so there's a lot of times when you're exposed to like loud things. I feel like I've damaged my hearing. But then whenever I say to someone, oh, can you just speak up a little bit? They mention oh yeah i'm a mumbler and it's just like well if you know it just fix it mm. just speak more clearly people, Why do get, so many people get really offended when you ask them it's like it's it's very strange it's like tristan and i were talking the other day because i get blood noses yeah and we were saying like i got a blood nose and um i said oh shit i got a blood nose again and um he was like nerd alert nerd alert like giving me shit and like then we were like why like he was and i was he we were like why is it, I said, yeah, I always feel sh- a sense of shame when I get a blood nose. And we are thinking, why is getting a blood nose shameful? And why in primary school did ha- having a blood nose mean that you're a nerd? Like, why is that inherently nerdy? Well, that's the really sad thing about our society is like literally any point of difference. You have grown up into a fully functioning adult just feeling shame mm. about random things. Mm. Mm. I yeah. still and the reason another reason I feel shameful about it is because if you don't get a blood nose it's weird to you and you think something's wrong with the person so I've grown up with people go oh, you've got a blood nose are you okay are you okay I'm like yeah it's fine it's it's nothing to do with like I'm not dying and that has always made me feel weird so it's like yeah I don't know how that related to the hearing thing but yeah I was thinking yeah, about it that was good yeah um, <laughs> so the- <laughs> I liked it um yeah, I don't know. It's hard, man. It's really hard. Hard um, being a human. Why do you? But why do you get a blood nose? Now I'm shaming you. But <laughs> why do you get a blood nose so much? Uh, I don't actually know. I think it's to do with um for temperature, like the capillaries in your nose or some bullshit. Um, I don't know. Should why I just? You know your shit. No, I don't. I, if I mentioned on the pod before that I had a friend in high school who, whoever he did, whenever he did push ups, he'd get a blood nose. Yeah, I, he, like, I think it's a burst of capillaries. He was actually allergic to doing exercise. What? Like his nose would just bleed whenever he did a push-up. Uh, yeah, I'm right. Nosebleeds are common due to the location of the nose on the face and the large amount of blood vessels in the nose. The most common causes of nosebleed are drying of the nasal membranes and nose picking. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, I think digital, that's it. That's digital trauma, which can Digital trauma, which can be befriended <laughs> with, got digital with trauma, proper baby. lubrication of the navel passages and not picking the nose. Yeah, you gotta you gotta stop I don't, the peak. No, it's not about it. Um, yeah, it's just I get them from temperature. I think I yeah. feel like when I get my period, when you get your period, like you um you have a higher temperature, so I think it like might broke break a capillary or something. Yeah, you got capillary problems. Um, yeah. so yeah, this is this has been great. Um, happy May. Uh, it's my birthday on Wednesday. Uh just so uh, you guys know um 
And I'm so happy that um, I don't know what I'm happy about. I'm happy that I've got that marble chilling in the cupboard, to be honest. Yeah, the marble's ready to go. Uh, we want to hear your thoughts about it next week. And guys, give us your thought about how the how the uh, the thing shaked out. We'll um, should we post that again so they can look at the thing? The the I posted the results on there. No, the um. Oh yeah, the pedestrian show. TV thing. Oh shut! No, most of our listeners would have already seen it. I think. Okay, well, uh, yeah, just tell us what you thought of it. What your yeah, favorite chocolate is? Yeah, give us a message. Is. The resentment list at gmail dot com, and you know, if you want us to discuss a, com- a particular issue, email us in. We'll discuss it. Oh, we'll. Anything it. you email in, we'll discuss, and you can be anonymous as well. Yeah, it doesn't have to be. I mean, that was a really top tier email from Michelle. But it can be but, just um, notes. You it don't can have just to be anything. You know, we just love to hear from you. We love the thought. It's the thought that counts. <laughs> so um, we'll love you and leave you. Have All a great right, week, bye. guys. Bye.